Good morning. Happy Monday. I have neural coffee in hand and it is perfect. All right. Man, very busy Monday coming up. Um, quick housekeeping item. Um, IFAST University, we have call at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time today. Please join us for that. If you're not a member of ifastuniversity.com, please go to ifastuniversity.com. Get yourself signed up, and then you can join us for the all 1 p.m. call. Always great people and uh, a really, really solid uh, Q&A session uh, coming up for today. Digging into today's Q&A, this was Zach. We had a case situation here, so we have a, a field hockey coach slash player uh, with some with some situations, but but what this does is is it allows us to look at how we evolve from po potentially reduced gravity situations. So say we're working on somebody on the table, we've taken gravity out of the equation to a certain degree, we're managing some of the internal forces, and then what happens when we stand up? And so how do we test for that? And so this is where we we can introduce the load propulsion test, which is going to give us a representation of how an individual does manage the internal forces when we bring them upright compared to when we get somebody clean on the table. So Zach is very successful on the table with this individual, but having trouble in, in regards to this transition and standing. So, so we definitely go over that. So thank you, Zach, for bringing this up. It allows us to answer a lot of questions in regard to how people will progress their clients and their patients. Everybody have an outstanding Monday, and I will see you tomorrow. Zach, are we going to talk about ACLs today? No, we're going to venture into just normal PT land with low back pain. No, normal PT land. Well, Zach, if, if you have a patient that comes to you with low back pain, you just follow the low back pain protocol. Everybody knows that. Yeah, it's just cortisol thing. We're good to go. You know. Um, so I had two patients that have come in the last couple of weeks. Um, different like presentation wise as far as like archetype and chest boards um but similar like pain in terms mm -hmm. of just, like low back um specifically with extension um so just trying to like figure out kind of like shapes where they are so when you, when you qualify something like that <clears throat> when you say specifically with extension sorry i choke on that a little bit what do you mean? When they lean backwards, that is okay. the most provocative movements for them. All right. So is it leaning backwards from standing or is it coming up from a forward bend? Um, the former. The, like, that means the first one, right? Yeah. So they're upright and then. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Um, the ladder thing always throws me a little bit. Apologies. No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> um, I don't think we would all come on this call if we thought that was the case, but. <laughs> okay. Um, so anyway, the, the first woman, um, she was like chessboard wise. Um, she's like, um, and she was on like a pretty hard turn to the right in terms of like. One second. Um, does somebody have a bird that they can mute for me, please? Thank you. Oh, good stuff. All right. I know who it is. One, one second. I got it. All right. Um, so she was on like a turn magnification of the left IRs. Um, as far magnification, as is that what you said? 
Yeah, like just okay. left, left nope, I'm with you. Totally with you. Um, her pain complaints are more like specific in the sense that when she goes back or leans backwards, I'm not gonna catch myself saying extension again. Um, she gets she was initially getting like right radicular pain, like shooting down the leg, uh-huh. like to the knee. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that really bugs her is so she's a field hockey coach. Um, so if whenever she was doing like the sweeping or shooting motion, um, if she's like they all do it righty when she would like transfer her weight to the lead leg, the left leg, it wasn't the actual swing, but then coming up from that, like even like with no weight on the right side, always on the left, but just yeah, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a follow through with a golfer. Um, yeah, but it's that side, it's that side of the they're, they're way, way she's like way hunched over, which she's totally fine. Like if she just stayed down there, she'd be totally fine. But yeah. then when she puts through the left, she gets the right side of symptoms. Yep. Um the other girl with low back pain is a, a college sprinter. Um, she was kind of someone who just like had no gradient for movement whatsoever. Okay. Um and then she, while she had the pain with the extension, also like flexion, just a very limited arc of motion both ways. Uh-huh. Um, I'm having more trouble with her than the first woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to figure out like from a shape standpoint, because it's like, especially with the field hockey coach, I can like pretty much get relative, full relative motion or what I think is full relative motion within the course of a visit. Uh-huh. Significantly reduces her symptoms. Okay. Uh, sense that like instead of the pain going all the way down her leg it's just kind of like localized to her butt um, gotcha. and she'll say that like the sharpness is gone and now it's just more of like a dull like aching there um, mm-hmm. but still can't get rid of that pain so I'm just kind of wondering like from an influence standpoint um, is this something that maybe like she's fooling me on the table is there's like tissue sensitivity that needs to resolve even um, though I've gotten full motion that's just a time thing when I stand her up off the table, does she potentially lose what I thought I had on the table? Um, so kind of like probably the question I didn't need to okay. with both of them, but probably. Who do you want to talk about? Let's do the field hockey coach. Okay. So if you've got the magnification of IR on the left-hand side. Yeah. What, what would promote that? The, like the turn of the long. Yeah. Way. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a big turn. It's a big turn, right? All right, now, um, are you able to reduce that to something that would fall towards the average? Yeah, so like for her, she was missing a lot of hip extension too. So I just started like in hook, hook line, right yeah. foot off the ground. Okay, but, but, but you, brought, you brought the IRs back to, to something that's a little bit closer to the average. Did you also reacquire the ER on that side? Yes. Okay, so you're doing, you're doing a lot of the right things, okay? Correct. Okay. Um, did you get the late hip IR to go to zero? On the like, specific negative side. Negative overs test. Negative overs test. Uh, are you asking about a specific side or just? Uh, yes. The, the, the more difficult side, which would be the left side under this circumstance. Um, yes, I did. Okay. And it wasn't, it wasn't with an IR substitution of, of orientation. Don't think so. Okay. All right. Um, what's your, what's, what's the confirmation for that? Uh, another test. Yes. Uh, would that be low propulsion? 
Yeah. So, so you, you clean up the Ober's test, you put them up on their feet and then you, you want to, you want to make sure that when you bring them up, that they're not losing that position, right? Mm-hmm. Does she lose the position when she stands up? And not do the low compulsion test. Okay. So it might behoove you to do that. Okay. That's going to give you your next step. So it sounds like you're being really successful when you reduce gravity, you're able to recapture what you need to. Um, the, 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 the next question mark is, okay, do I still have control upright? So if you like- don't, if you don't, if you lose it upright, you know you can transition them from the, the reduced gravity p- situation to a little bit more upright, but you might not be able to bring them all the way upright. So now you might need to do something that's more reclined. You know, um, this, is, this is where you're going to go, you know, your heels elevated stuff offset, staggers, chops, things like that, right? To reduce gravity yeah. in the upright position. Does that make sense? Yeah, can we, can we go over the shape that's giving her the right-sided symptoms when she... Does she have any right hip IR when you measure on the table uh, at first measure? Negative. She doesn't have any? Uh, like five to 10. Okay, awesome. So then you know that that center of gravity is way forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you got to get her moving from right to left. Okay. And that, again, very, I think it's very straightforward. So, but, but again, it's like, this is somebody that, that is pushing forward. So, so the, the concern that you have is like, okay, you're, you're, like I said, you're great on the table. You're doing everything right. You just got to make sure that you're, you're, she's able to hang on to the, the same representation in standing. So it could literally like the change could happen that fast. Like literally yes. just on the on the table, fine. And as soon as I stand you up and just immediately do the test, like it just could be too much. Yep. Kind of crazy. Why? No, no, just okay. So hang on a second, boss. If I lay you on your back, where are your guts? Uh posterior. They're they're laying they're laying on your back, right? They're 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 actually promoting the potential for a delay strategy into the table, aren't they? Yeah. Awesome. If I stand you up, where do they go? down yeah and down and where down and forward yeah oops okay so now you just took so so you had you had great heel contact you had all of your foot cues you had pelvic cues on the table you had a thorax that was doing exactly what you wanted to do you stood it up and she her perception is like oh i gotta go forward i'm upright and then boom, everything went, went down and forward that immediately changes the, the muscle activity. That's, that's why you want to make sure when you're transitioning somebody from a lower gravity situation to, to a, a more challenging upright situation, that's why the low propulsion test exists is so I can see what happens when they stand up. Yeah, no, that, I guess I understood like in just mm-hmm. conceptually the low propulsion test and what, but like with with that context now, it just kind of makes yeah. more sense as far as like the decision-making of where it takes you. Right, so, so, so the question mark, so the low propulsion is like, can I put IR into the ground directly below my center of gravity, right? Or did my center of gravity go forward and I cannot do that, right? That created a little bit of an orientation. Now I'm, I'm using orientation to create the IR, right? Because right. that's what she was doing before anyway, right? Yeah. That's what, that was her interference. 
So now can we just look at her, like her sweeping motion with the field hockey stick and uh -huh. there a little bit. Cause yep. like, so if I, if I just have her do a, like a toe touch, she's not have any recreation of symptoms, feet together, awesome. come back up, but now loaded on the front leg in like a toe touch position where she's hunched forward and then goes to push to the left leg, that'll reproduce her. Like the, she, she says it's mainly the tingling down the back side on the right. Of a right leg. Of the right leg, yeah. Yes. Okay. So she wants to she wants to make a left hand turn, correct? Correct. Okay. And she's got a she she got a with the with the shot or like her strategy? With the shot. Uh, yes, left hand turn. Yeah. So she's trying to make a left hand turn. And yet her entire pelvic orientation, spine orientation is going the other way. So I got a left side that's, that's, that's shoving me directly against where I want to go. And so now what do I have to do to actually get into that direction? Would I have to increase the degree of output on the right side to overcome the left side? Yes. And what direction will I go? Uh, and you'll orient to... So, so left side, left side is so far forward. You've got a magnification of IR. You've got a spine that's turned to the right. You got IR that's trying to get jammed into the ground, but it's going that away, right? I got it. I'm, I'm going to take my hockey stick and I'm going to swing it from right to left, which means I got to end up in a delay strategy on the left side. And I do not have a delay strategy. Okay. But I'm going to push with my right side anyway, right? To get there, what direction will I end up going? up and to the left you're not going left anywhere yeah. well I, you're gonna, I, i'm just pushing a whole or like you just the whole body turning from that okay way. but 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 technically speaking if i'm pushing the right side if i'm pushing with the right side against the left side that's going this way what direct what is my result in direction say it there was a little noise forward yeah so that's where she started right and then we're into the same issue that we talked about with just the wind as soon as she stands yeah, yeah. So, so she's got all that. She's she's going to create all that that right sided compression because she's she doesn't have the delay strategy to make a turn. So, so she can orient that way. So you're absolutely right. But the way that she's getting there, right, is is not going to be a turn. It's going to be like she's literally taking both sides of her body and she's going to push forward. But she's going to make sure she orients that way. Um, did you look at her left foot? Yeah, I can't picture it in my head right now, but. I have, I have a picture on the phone. Um, not, not the left foot in standing, left foot in turning. Did you do a standing rotation? No. Look at her standing rotation, um, feet together, feet together. Look at her standing rotation and watch her left foot. Does she have a history of a left ankle sprain? No, but she's got a meniscus tear on the left side that she's about to get surgery on. <laughs> okay. Um, no real, like, and she's an athlete her whole life, um, but no real, like, injury history that she, that she offered up. She's like, you mean yeah. other than the meniscus tear in the back pain? The what? You mean other than the meniscus tear in the back pain? She doesn't have any history. So she, she, the, the meniscus tear, like, she didn't even, like, really know. Like, so when she came to me, uh -huh. she, um like left knee was a little bit swollen so i was like all right what happens she's like i have no clue 
So then in my head, I was like, all right, like you're jamming. It's on the meniscus on the left side. So I was like, if you like just jam in that left side into the ground, like conceivably, maybe that's just kind of irritating. So I was like, let's just yeah. see what takes out. Um, yeah. And it wasn't really getting better. So she went to the doctor, MRI, there's a meniscus tear there, but she doesn't know like how it happened. Yeah. She probably doesn't know how the disc is herniated either. Right? Yeah. It, it's a concern. It's a concern because again, she's got a creative delay strategy, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. So I I would I would check her. Her left foot's going to give you give you a little bit of a tell when she when she tries to turn to her left. Her, her left foot's going to give you some information as to how she's doing it. In terms of the whole thing, I'll probably just. Uh huh. Uh -huh. That would be my thought. Yeah. Yeah. Take a look at that one. I see her. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. I have neural coffee in hand, and it is perfect. All right. A very busy Tuesday coming up. We're going to dig straight into today's Q&A. Uh, this is a question with Ian. This is actually an extension of a discussion that we had where we were talking about knees. And then that led us into a foot representation as we're pushing into the ground and how we would see a bunion evolve under certain archetypal, archetypical situations. Um, and then that led us back to the knee a little bit and a little bit of uh, pelvis um, as well in regards to these force producing positions. One of the biggest errors that we tend to make that results in some of these negative secondary consequences like bunions, um, knee injuries and such is trying to produce force through an externally rotated representation. In an ideal world, we want to have situations where we don't have rotations taking place as we're producing our maximum force. So if I grab my pelvis over here, so if we're going to talk about a force producing pelvis situation, we're going to have the IR representation of the pelvis because there's no rotation going through the pelvis that allows us to produce maximum force without a dissipation of energy. Same thing through a knee, same thing through a foot. Um, it is only when we are, we are not doing that where we're actually pushing through these ER representations where we get these negative secondary consequences. So Ian, thank you so much for this question. Truly appreciate it. It's going to help a lot of people. Everybody have an outstanding Tuesday and we'll see you tomorrow. Hi, Bill. Uh, I, just, I just wanted to go through when we were talking about when you start losing the, the first med head on, and I have, I have the right side in my, in my mind. Okay. And then with, with an art narrow ISA, because, because they start orienting from say, say it again, one more time. You, you kind of cut out a lot. Uh, because of the narrow ISA starts, uh, orienting from proximal to distal top down. Mm -hmm. Uh, but a wide starts orienting distal to proximal. Yes. But because because I have a hard time visual. I can see with the narrow, they will start with the proximal femur and they, then they will just superimpose the ER until they get to the, to the foot and the, the, the big toe will come off. But with the wide, because they are still getting pushed forward, that's towards late. And in late, the, the big toe is the last one that it's on the ground. So I would see the, the bunion uh, forming sooner on the white, maybe because the, because the first med head stays and everything else uh, 
like rotates relative to it as the as the weight is uh, translating forward. Could so, okay, you're you're gonna see the, the you're gonna see the differential mechanics. Okay, you're gonna see the the IR. So if we're talking about a bunion, we're talking about the IR at the at the metatarsal and then the ER at the. Oh, but I'm getting the I'm getting the other representation with the wide right because I'm getting ER of the metatarsal and the the first toe is staying in IR. That's the that's more of the bowed legged. Okay, so so what, what what I'm saying though is like you're gonna have like a normal, you're gonna have the normal mechanics, right? Yeah. Um, that will last longer. Like I, I will have that normal representation that will last a little bit longer. Um, so the, if, if it was a wide ISA with a bunion, it's going to be the, the superimposition of the late that's going to create the bunion because they have a middle representation where this twist is taking place under normal circumstances. They're going to be driven so, so much harder um, into the late representation to create the bunion. All right, all right. The, yeah. you, you, are you following? It's like, because they, they, they're gonna go through middle under normal circumstances. So they get a normal rotation, right? Yeah. But as they move, get pushed further and further into late and that heel starts to break from the ground more, they get, they get the ER coming from like heel to toe, if you will. Yeah. And, yeah. But the toe is going to stay down longer. That's what's going to create the 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 bunion representation there. It's gonna it's gonna stay down longer, but it's gonna be yes, ER, yes. Right? And then the ER is gonna so they're gonna have the um um the the ER is gonna lift the foot up, but the but the the metatarsal head stays down longer. Yeah, yeah, but it's gonna be. It's gonna be on the ground in the ER representation. Yes. The the IR is just the weight pushing. Yes. Yes. Because right. again, their middle their middle representation is is a bigger space of time. All right. All right. And the 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 thing you were talking about with Thea, it's awesome to to visualize. It's something. The knee is some. Yeah. It is. It is a pelvis, but. We actually get like a in mid, we just get get it to face forward, just like the sacrum. So all right. I okay, think about this. Think about this. Okay. In 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 an IR pelvis, I don't want any rotation. Yeah. Do I want so and because that's my force producing pelvis. Got it. Okay. In an IR representation into the ground through a knee, do I want rotation? No. See, it, 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 it's, it's coherent, right? So that knee is, if, if I look at the knee as half of what the pelvis is doing, I need, I need the IR to go straight down into the ground. I don't, want the, I don't want the differentials. The storage and release of energy though is creating that differential. So the timing of it has to be that when I'm pushing hardest into the ground, that's where I want that need to be as square as humanly possible. Got it. And from- Oh, you don't from, want to push into the ground and screw home. Yeah, from the, I'm doing that. So <laughs> you can. Well, you but, can do it. It's just that that's what I don't want. Yeah. Uh, right? It's uh, when, when I go from the uh, square to the front knee and when I get the initial, like the eccentric overcome of the, of the connective tissues, 
I will get the, the foot that starts releasing energy up and I will get the, the proximal tibia that starts ERing again relative to the distal femur, right? Yeah. Well, yes. It's going to, it's going to come up from the, it's going to start coming up from the ground. Yes. All right. Yeah. All right. And, that's, and that's, that's where you go. That's where you go towards screw home. Yeah. That's when, that's when I, when the, when the connective tissue start releasing energy. So from that point, the connective tissue start releasing energy and everything starts ERing again. But with the, with the squat we were talking about with Christian, um, I'm, I'm creating this scenario in the foot, but because I'm translating my knee forward and I'm not extending it, I'm, I'm actually flexing my knee, I'm going down, I'm creating the IR tibia. So yeah, all right, that's it. I'm gonna let others. Cause you, cause you, need, you, need, you need the down pressure. Yes, sir. You need yes, the sir. down pressure. So it's gotta, it's, gotta be, it's gotta be where I have a really strong super, super imposition of IR. Got it, yeah. got it. Thank Good morning. Happy Wednesday. I have neuro coffee in hand and it is perfect. All right. It is Wednesday. That means that tomorrow's Thursday. That means tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Uh, coffee and coaches conference call. As usual, I believe this is number 111 of these calls. Um, we're getting pretty good at them. So you should probably join us, grab a cup of coffee. Um, Great Q&A, great people, great questions as usual. Lots of good information being passed around. So again, please join us for that. Um, digging into today's Q&A. This is a question that came from, from Paul. He's very apologetic. It's, it's kind of funny at the very beginning of the call where he feels like he's interrupting. It's like, that's what the call is for. But anyway, um, so um, Paul's question led us into one of my favorite concepts to talk about is like dirty table tests. And when I say that they're dirty, it just means that what you think you're measuring, you're probably not measuring. So when we're measuring a hip, we're, we're not just looking at the hip joint itself, even though that's what has been expressed um, in, in many of the teachings. What we're actually looking at is a, the femur's relationship as it moves um, relative to the anominate, the anominate movement and position in space, the sacral movement and its position in space, the spine movement and its position in space. So all of those things are influences. Um, which again, uh, that's why the chessboard becomes so important because we can actually identify these relationships so we can actually determine someone's physical shape in relative uh, to the table. Uh, but this is also why some of the traditional measures like using motion palpation tests where we're palpating bony landmarks can actually create confusion or can actually help us identify things. And so, so Paul's question kind of led us down that path. And so we, we break that out a little bit for you. So again, it's going to be very useful, especially for those of you that are doing traditional uh, measures on, on the table as we would in say a physical therapy environment. So again, thank you, Paul. Everybody have an outstanding Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. Coffee and Coaches Conference call. Bill, I'm so sorry. I have one quick question uh, related to the uh wides and narrows having a, a left uh -huh. side that's either higher or lower uh -huh. it just made all these little light bulbs go off with the Schamberger paper and the Dunnington papers you have us read uh -huh. I know what you were getting at like like the whole thing leg lengthens lying landmarks lower is that you could still use that but that would help you identify a narrow versus a wide potentially okay perfect word you took it, you literally took the, the word right out of my mouth. Potentially, yes. Okay. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Um, you got somebody that's laying on a table. 
the degree of the turn. So, so think about this. So take somebody that's, that's really twisted and turned and bent and compensatory out the wazoo, right? Mm-hmm. They lay on the table and they're still in that position. Can you see how, like, so if I get somebody that's on a right oblique mm-hmm. and they stand, they stay, there's like, it's such a strong representation that they're laying on the table in the right oblique. Okay. Now take that right oblique. Okay. Very easy to identify, but this time they fall back to the table. Mm-hmm. So if they stay in the right oblique, the right side of the pelvis looks like it is, it is more forward, right? In the, and the loss of ER on that side. If they fall back, the left side's gonna look like it's gonna be more forward based on traditional representations. This is the problem with motion palpation tests is because they are, they're inconsistent because you don't know what representation is laying on the table. Like, is it somebody that's staying in this orientation or, is, or are they falling back against the table because of the, the, the direction of gravity in the surface? And, and falling back, let's just say with that left side, uh, that would come from the spine in the form of what an IR? Pretend, uh, you would magnify it. So if the spine turns, yeah. like, like if I'm measuring left hip and the spine turns towards me, that's going to magnify the ERs. If it doesn't turn, then it magnifies the IR representation potentially, depending on how far they turn. So then we're back to uh, Zach's question about the, the field hockey coach. It would magnify the ERs if the spine turns. So if the spine, if, if the if the lower back can turn towards, so if I'm standing on somebody's left side and I'm measuring left hip. Uh-huh. Okay. If the spine turned towards me as I move the hip, okay, it's going to turn the whole system towards me as I as I turn the hip. It will magnify the external rotation representation of the hip because I'm not just moving the hip, I'm actually moving the spine. So as oh, I try to, the, you see the, it? the low back is showing, is gonna face you. This, this yeah, this, away yeah like it's, it's, it, it was facing this way. I moved the hip and it turns like that and it just magnifies. So this is like the person that walks in and, and has like 70, 80 degrees of hip external rotation. Okay. Okay. If it doesn't turn, they have a reduced ER and then it tends to magnify the IR if it's forward enough. Okay. Okay. All righty. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Happy Thursday. I have neural coffee in hand and it is perfect. Also, to uh, this was helpful thing too. Moving on with the shopping spree. If we're thinking of like a nice little square, when we're looking at someone from above, this is their yes. base of support. Yes. Like, like this is the most oversimplified I can come up with, but I find it useful with like clients. So I just want to make sure if um, if it's it's decent enough of, uh, but not too like you know the Einsteinian thing, like simpler but not too simple, like as simple as possible, but not simpler. So, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan of simple. I do know that. Um, so, so you have this like base of support, right? I'm with and, you. Like, the, the, the way narrow deviate is like, you will go forward on the left first and then, yes. and then they will move over to the right. So like the, they end up with like, quote unquote, their like lower left corner 
superimposed like at end game, like kind of over the right. I'm with top. you. I'm with you. I'm with you. And and but they do that by kind of like going up and then to the side where they go, they go down. Hang on, down and forward on the left. And then oh yeah yeah I'm I'm, I'm I set up but I mean like the the they go forward with the left and then they go to the right. Yes. Yeah, 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 like when we yeah. you look at like let's say it's a, it's it's always a ride downward. Okay. Indeed, because uh, that's with an arrow. They're gonna yeah. yeah, they're 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 riding they're they're taking a downward curve, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where with the um, like it's not as simple as that, but let's say the wide is kind of <laughs> going over to the right and then kind of like down and bleach into uh ooh, that was that was loud um they kind of yeah so they they go over their right and then forward and obliquely over their right does that make sense no All right, go ahead. <laughs> somebody's laughing yeah Don, it's, it's Don, uh, Don, you laughing Taylor. Is that Don laughing? Is <laughs> yeah, that Don? Okay, right I, 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 sorry, Don. I had to mute you because you're, you're giggling, and you're making Alex feel bad about himself. Uh, <laughs> now, um, so <clears throat> when you, so, so, the starting center of gravity is not just the dot on the ground; it's also up and down, right? So yeah. your, your wide ISA individual is going to start downward, and he's going to move up. Okay, so, so they're going to move up on the left side. That's what that's what moves them over towards the right, but it's but it's right posterior first. So okay. at first, like their back pocket so, on the so, right will so, go back. So if I do that, so so there's the oblique turn. You see, so so heels of my hands. Okay, watch the heels. You see how this one's back farther. That's where they go, and then they're gonna go like that. Okay, so they'll go yeah, like yeah, this, yeah. and they'll go like that. Okay, all right. You see the difference? Yep. Yeah. 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 Now, last item at the very end, like in the freezing area, we got the milk, we got the eggs, we got all we need. Always oh, stay on the periphery of the grocery store. Of course, of course, okay. we gotta stick with the image. And 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 so like now I have a client, uh, a client where I've been trying to get her to feel her hamstring and it's just it's not happening whatsoever and i'm uh so like i, I was trying a lot of sink squat variation or setup and like none of that is is going on she gets like whenever i put her in a sink squat she has like she do manage to get her uh, a what squat a what sink, squat sink squat sink squat yes yeah, so like her heels are elevated we're trying to capture like early foot and, and pelvis. Yeah. And then she just has like uh, her hands on something as if someone- Oh, was she's just like, holding on to something? Yeah. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I, I think, okay. yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a man you know that calls it that way. But uh, <laughs> okay. I think he's working in Las Vegas or something. He shall he's, not name. he's working in Las Vegas. Um, no idea who you're talking anyway. about. No, uh, uh, anyway. um, so but so that's what I was like trying to do just like drive a bit of like the lower rib cage extension. Uh -huh. 
still gets knee pain with that tool, but she does get a bit of hamstring with like uh, like a, a wall sit with like a reach and a, yep. Why are you pushing this hamstring thing? What are you, what are you trying to accomplish? I'm trying to capture like early hip flexion. Okay. It's like it, it's, she's a wide, she's very like, uh, very push forward. Um, uh -huh. and okay. not much. Oh yeah. I didn't give any context about her. Um, and like, it's just, it's someone that has a longer term goal of changing her body pump, but there's not much movement available. Um, a lot of stuff doesn't look good enough to me that I'm like, yeah, let's do it repeatedly with fatigue and I have like no way to pull concern. Okay. So I'm trying to expand movement option. Okay. Hang on. Hang on a second, boss. Yep. Um, are you, are you more likely to capture an earlier representation on a symmetrical stance activity or an asymmetrical stance activity for a wide ISI? Probably asymmetrical. Start there. Okay. Start there. That's what I would do. If you're, especially if you're struggling, right? So you put her in like a heels elevated thing. You go, ah, this is going to give her some space back there. It's like, eh, not so I much. already do stagger the feet. Okay. Switch your stagger and see what happened. Left forward. Hang on. Let me, let me, let me offer you something really crazy simple here. Go ahead. Okay. Box squat above pelvis above knee level. Okay. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then um, stagger her left foot forward. Okay. All right. And make her get up using the right leg. So, like, get down both both leg and then go over. No, 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 no. You, like, you, you won't even have to do that. You won't even have to do that. Okay. Just stagger her left foot forward, right foot back. Okay. Sit her down on the box. It's it's like I said, it's, it's it's an easy box to get off of. So it's a like the hips are above knee level, so it should be a fairly easy box to get off of. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then teach her to push with her right foot. Okay. Okay. Think about what we just talked about. Okay. Take me through the sequence of a right oblique that that um, went on the right oblique first and then went forward. Use your hands, hold your hands up. Okay, so, so why did I say, okay, there you go. There, okay, stop, no, stop. Okay, go backwards one step. Yeah. There you go. That's what I just told you to do. Okay, so we're going from this to that. Yeah. And then we'll go back to it. Yeah. Okay. Do you see it? Yeah. But you got to start high. You got to, like I said, it's got to be a fairly easy box to get off of. Because she probably doesn't have a lot of space. But, and, and again, your stagger is not going to be like that. It's going to be, you know, something yeah. like this. Okay. But if you, if you start high enough, she'll be able to push down into the ground on that right side. Because that's what you're trying to capture, right? You're trying yeah. to get her center of gravity. You need to move her center of gravity back towards her right heel first. Okay. Okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, again, 
it's 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 whether she's got the available space. I'm giving you an option. I'm not saying yes. I'm not saying no. I, I'm saying that that was the thing that popped into my head when you were talking about like you were doing the sink squat, right? And so you were you were trying to create a delay representation, but the delay is in the wrong place. You're creating you're trying to create a delay at the sacral base. I'm going to create a delay at the apex. Do you understand the difference? Uh, sure. Where's the apex? The apex is the pointy part of the sacrum. Oh, like the um, okay, like the lowest part, like where you. Yeah, hang on, the, hang on, boss. Okay. Hang on, hang on. Let me let me just grab my pelvis here. <clears throat> so your heels elevated strategy was trying to create a delay up here. Yep. I want to create a delay down here first. Okay. So I want her to go that way. Yeah, okay. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and again, I can't tell you how much stagger to use, and I can't give you the exact box height. But like I said, if you if you start her there, you and all you gotta do is teach her to push down into the ground, right? With with her right foot, capturing the appropriate contacts with the floor. And if she can do that, you will have moved her back on the right side. So would then, then, like then flip-flop her stance. And maybe you do it with one exercise. Yeah. Okay. And then my my uh, my KPI to know when time is to switch is when we get a more symmetrical sen sense of capturing medial foot contact. Okay, which represents right now, what, which represents what motion? Just so we're clear on this, because we got we got people that do table tests that that listen to the. So if you're doing a table test, what would be your table test to tell you? Okay, it's time to make the left turn. To make the left turn, uh, I would have, I would end up having more ER on the left, more IR on the right at the hip. Boom. Yeah. Yes. Right. Because all you're doing is. Yep. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun to do shopping with you, Bill. <laughs> to go on many more shopping sprees. Cool. No, but this is really good. This is really yeah. good. It's like it's like you get it. You get it. So so again, this is this. All you're doing is reverse engineering. It's like if you under okay. Foundational archetype tells you where she starts. Okay, the end position tells you how she got wherever she is, and then yeah. you just you just work backwards from it, right? Okay, yeah. and you don't have to get crazy complex, right? Like you got all these goofy arm and leggy thingies. It's like just just get those get the get the center of gravity in the right place. Like we're going back to Matt's question, right? With where are you going to put the weight? It's like, well, what do you want? Where do you want the center of gravity to go? Where do you want her center of gravity to go? Awesome. Put her on the high box. Put her in a little bit of stagger. So she's very, very diligent and disciplined to yeah. fine tune a little bit of what I, I ask her to do at home. Like she's, she, she says she has enough time for like one or two reset a day. Like uh -huh. just um, something as simple as like maybe a, a sideline breathing with maybe a little bit of like um, um, kind of like the reaching motion with the left. Um, and, and like maybe some hook line with a little stagger with that. How about we just simplify this and say, you know what, put a couple pillows on a chair, sit on the chair, get up with your right foot. Okay, cool. Let's just keep it. <laughs> just, okay, cool, cool, cool. First okay, hang on a second. Right hang on a second. You can complicate this just a little bit and probably be a little bit more successful. Okay. Yep. All right. What, what do you want her to do 
as a breathing strategy, with the, as a breathing strategy, what do you want her to do as she's doing this high box squat in the staggered stance? Uh, I would like for her to inhale going down and exhale going up. Be really, be really specific about that. Be really specific about that. Okay. All right. You mean even more specific than that? No, just, just, just make sure that she's. Oh she's, yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 yeah. Chances are, chances are, chances are, she's gonna hold her breath. Okay. If she holds her breath, show's over. Yeah, I know that. Okay. All right. I just, I, like I said, you're, you're trying, you're trying to, you're trying to recapture relative movement you can't have her holding her breath so if the, if the box is too low she's going to hold her breath right see this is what i'm saying it's like it's like you, you if you coordinate this thing the right way it's like you've just simplified her life and in regards to all of the homework that she's going to have to do yeah, yeah, right? yeah. now okay. no matter what i say no matter what i say run the experiment and make sure it works first then you can get all cute and fancy if you need to okay in most cases, in most cases, you don't have to get too wild and crazy. Yeah. Good morning. Happy Friday. I have neuro coffee in hand and it is perfect. All right. Uh, for those of you on the two-week sprint, this is your rest and recovery weekend. Time to reflect. Make sure you are on point with all of your intentions and goals, if you will. All right, digging into today's Q&A, this is with Alex. Um, one of the things that we need to understand is that when we're talking about movement, we're talking about shape changes, and there are situations that will arise, um, mostly during uh, treatment-related issues, um, sometimes with your, with your athletes as you're working with them in the strength and conditioning um, environment. Um, where they will have difficulty promoting a shape change. And under those circumstances, we need to apply some form of manual therapy or some sort of physical contact to help them and uh, make the change or promote the change. And so that's what Alex's question is about. Um, because we talk about bony shape change, that's an, actually an influence. It will always be an influence. It's just part of the normal process. Um, how we arrive at making that favorable change is just dependent on whatever strategy is presented to us and then we have to apply a technique. So this is why in your early years as a, as a physical therapist or, or something that would be similar to that, your job is to accumulate tools to give you access to different places and spaces so you can be effective with your manual therapies. Superimpose that upon a, a, um, an effective model for your clinical reasoning and then you've got some superpowers to work with. So this is a really good explanation of, of how manual therapy may be applied. We actually talk a little bit about spinal stenosis as well to throw that in there. So uh, Alex, great question, great conversation. Thank you so much for your participation. Uh, podcast will be up on Sunday as usual. Have a great weekend. I will see you next week. Alex. Morning. Greetings. So um, I'm wondering if you can influence um, any bony adaptations that might happen, uh, like any sort of sinus transverse process in the lumbar, cervical, thoracic spine with like PA mobs or rotational mobs or something like that. Um, I mean, we talk about bony adaptations everywhere else and how you can affect those. So I'm just wondering if yeah. there's any going on. Yeah. There you go. Problem solved.
Your answer. Yes, you can. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. So let's, 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 let's talk about this because it falls into like a little bit of a generalized category in, in regards to the application of manual therapies, right? So, so what kind of a, what kind of a, uh, a uh, force are you going to be applying under almost all circumstances? Uh, PA? Yeah, but, but I mean, it's like, it's like um, can you induce, can you directly apply Oh, yeah. External rotation. Yes. No. Can you directly apply external rotation? Yeah. Can you, is there a manual therapy? Oh, that no, you have? not really. Okay. Right. Okay. So you're always going to be complying, uh, applying some form of compression, right? Yeah. Now, if I want ER, when we're talking about like a, like a spine or a bone or something like that. If I want ER, I have to apply an IR force somewhere to get a response no. to create the ER. So that's how you would do that. Um, and so as long as you understand um, not, like the bony orientation that, that you're chasing or, or shape change that you're chasing, then you just make, need to make sure that you're applying the, the, the force appropriately. Mm -hmm. And so when, when you look at like a, like a singular vertebra, it's just a fractal representation of a, of a person, right? It's just a little man, right? It's got two arms and two legs, it's got a tail. And so when you apply pressure in the right place, you're going to promote potential movement, okay? But definitely you have, you have influence on shape change. So, okay, um, what is, what is um, when, when they talk about spinal stenosis, what is that? Narrowing. Okay, um, which way does it narrow? Just curious. Uh, well, there's a couple ways. I mean, it depends on where the narrowing is. Okay, so we're talking about like the, the spinal canal typically, right? Which way is that um, narrow? Which way is it narrow? Just curious. Back to front. It's AP, right? It gets compressed AP. Yeah. Strange, isn't it? Think about it. Anterior posterior compression? Does that sound familiar? It is strange. Hmm. Always seems to go in that direction too. Like you, if you ever see like a like MRIs of, of people with spinal stenosis and lumbar spine, it tends to be an AP compression. Like, I don't think I've ever seen one that was, that was narrowed um, laterally. So do you think that, that spinal stenosis is a, is a bony shape change associated with a muscular strategy? I, I would say that. Okay. So what, what movement are you trained as a physical therapist to avoid in a circumstance of spinal stenosis? By tradition, you can even use the traditional- Extension. Uh, yes, so they tell you, okay. So what is that in, in, in reality that we, we know of, right? What is that? Is that ER or IR? It's IR, right? Awesome, because they're already trying to compress into IR. In fact, they're making a bony shape change into IR under those circumstances. So it behooves you to not use an IR strategy to try to resolve that. And so that's where they came up with all those forward bendy exercises to try to, try to um, reduce the influence of the spinal stenosis when the reality is it's like, hey, if we can get some of that AP expansion, we can actually reduce the strategy that was probably promoting the bony shape change in the first place. That's my perspective. Okay. So to answer your question, it's like, can you affect the bony shape change? Well, 
a, a muscular strategy certainly seems to be able to do that because this is something that happens over time. People are rarely, it does not, not that it never happens, but rarely are these people born with, with usually see it somebody in their forties and fifties, right? And so, um, so your manual therapies can certainly influence it. Okay. Um, but again, it's, it's, it's having some recognition of, of what the representation is. So you are applying these therapies appropriately to promote the appropriate shape change. So when you have a, when you have somebody that's turned, okay. And if you can appreciate the fact that the, the bones are probably like bones twist, they compress, they expand, they elongate, right? And so if you can appreciate the fact that, that those bones are probably going to be following um, the, the, um, the physical shape of the turn as well, then it, again, it's a matter of applying pressure in the appropriate manner to oppose that. So, you know, the, the rotation itself kind of helps you understand that. But again, where you put your hands is going to matter. And this is one of those reasons wh why I think that um, in many cases, in many cases, um, will work or they won't work, right? Um, because again, I, I, and, and I'm not saying this is easy um, because it is somewhat difficult because you're looking at things on such a small scale relative to the big picture, but at least the big picture can help you identify where these things might be. Yeah. So in the situation in which someone has turned right and have maybe a bony adaptation keeping them there, you can grab hold of like the transverse process or you can push transverse process, kind of grab hold of the sinus process and, and an IR force getting it to turn, but you can't really grab underneath. It's on. difficult. You can use ribs. So you, you, Hang on. So you use ribs to you use ribs to think about this. So so you think about your sequence of events. It's like when you're untwisting a knee, when you're untwisting a knee, and you're and you're applying pressure to a tibia, you're influencing the the position of the of the femur as well. Okay. So if I'm applying pressure to a rib, okay. When when you ever you ever have those people say 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 they come in and they go they they've been treated by somebody else. They go yeah they said my rib was out, and they push it back in and it feels good for a while. Right. So those are just those are just shape changes that are associated with the positions. Right. So if somebody applies an IR force to an ER representation that actually makes an influential turn, a favorable turn, they restore relative motion, at least temporarily. Right. That's kind of what you're what you're what you should be thinking is like this is an adjunct to the things that I'm going to do to help you learn how to control this position versus defaulting into it. Right. In that situation, I might um, like apply an IR force on the right side and then grab maybe like the zero lower ribs on my, yes. like from the front yes. with my left arm and it helps facilitate the whole thing. We do that all, so, so there are, there are okay, you, do you have an osteopathic manual therapy textbook? No, should okay. I? Yes, get one. Because <laughs> everything that you just said, everything you just said will be in that textbook. Like. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of stuff like that. So I, you, I, I'll, I'll do that in timeline. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of there's a lot of good prone mobilizations that that work really, really well in regards to what you're what you're describing. Is that in the Greenman's manual textbook? Yes, sir. 
Okay. It usually, it, it, it's been a long time since I've looked at Greenman's, but it, but, but it's, that's a pretty good place to start. There's a, there's, and I, again, I've got, I don't know how many I've got. I've got a few. Um, and, but, but those, those techniques are useful because again, all you're doing is you're just, you're promoting the shape changes, but you're, you're using the, the relationships, just like we're talking about. It's like, it's like you apply pressure to the posterior rib cage, right? You're going to promote a compressive strategy. You're going to get on the, you're going to get the response of, of expansion elsewhere. That's going to promote the, the turn that you're, that you're seeking, which will reduce potentially reduce the uh, concentric orientation that's promoting the turn in the first place. Yeah, they work quite well. They work quite well yeah. as they're not the solution, but, but they will buy you space to work in for sure. Okay, that's really helpful. Yeah. As far as the synodic spine goes, mm -hmm. I mean, I understand how if you lie somewhere on their side, you can get <clears throat> AP expansion, but uh -huh. from like, I mean, from a, there's not that much force directly going into the vertebrae, I would assume, to directly induce a shape change. Like really? With, like, well, like you would with the pelvis, like you get the direct pressure on it. Yeah. Um, you mean, you mean your, your, your application manually? Is that what you're saying? Well, so just, I mean, yeah, I, I don't really understand how you would apply it manually a pressure, I guess, sort of like going in there and squeezing. To create the AP? Yeah, at like a, a the spinal canal. Oh, your your job under those circumstances is to reduce the influence of the the yeah. muscular activity that's creating the pressure. That would be this. That would be your best case solution. Mm -hmm. now, having said that, there are some manual techniques that you can use where you can actually get between. You get you get between the segments, okay, and reduce the muscle activity between the segments. You know, your little intertransverse seriae muscles become concentrically oriented as the as the bones approximate, they're going to pick up concentric orientation. And so you can get you can actually get your 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 thumb in those spaces. Right. And you can apply um, a, a a force upward or downward and create a turn there as well. Okay. Now, those are a little bit more. It's a little bit more. Um, it's deep. So it's got to be. A little bit more careful. It's a little sensitive, right? But it's but it's doable. It's very doable. Um, so so you can access those bits. So for the most part, in that situation, you're just trying to get the bony shape and through the reduction in concentric orientation. Yeah. So you take you take away you take away the 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 um, muscular behavior that is creating the the compression for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you, you would do that in any number of different scenarios as well, right? You want to reduce, yeah. you would like, just look at what you do with like vastus lateralis. Like, okay, I got to reduce the muscle activity there so I don't get the ER pull on the patella as an example, right? So again, from a principle standpoint, it's not different. From a technical standpoint, it's just a little bit more difficult to access, but, mm -hmm. it's, but it's doable, but it's doable. It takes a little bit of patience, okay? But like I said, it's it's like when when you're successful, you immediately buy space to play in, and that's the that's what you're trying to do. You're you're literally trying to create that space. You're not looking at it as the solution. You're looking at it as a, as a component of the solution. Okay. Right. Awesome. Okay.